So glad to be here today proclaiming the Word of God to you. And uh, we'll see how much of this message I can get through. I do want to reiterate a couple events coming up, give some explanation and purpose behind them. We've had Ed Berry Jr. preach here on Sunday mornings a couple times. And I believe, you know, everybody I talked to after those uh, Sunday mornings were just impacted with getting built up in your faith and being encouraged. And I want to tell you, every man of any age, you're just going to be so built up at the end of Friday night. And so I really want to encourage every single one of you to be here. I also want to encourage you to think of any other man, young man out there uh, that may get extra interested since uh, God has really given favor uh, to Ed in the marketplace. And um, uh, the way this story goes in general, he was roommates at UK, uh, walk on the football team. He was roommates with Randall Cobb. He was one of their great wide receivers. Randall went to Green Bay Packers, became his sports agent. Then Aaron Rodgers, who is one of the, one of the greatest quarterbacks, ended up uh, signing him on. And so Ed in basically runs uh, Aaron's business plus a couple of others. Uh, 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 big time players. And so what I'm telling you is, is God, he, he's experienced God's favor in work and he exercises his faith every day. And, and that little, that little interest of, oh man, you know, they're not, they don't even go to church. They don't even, uh, really concerned about Christianity, but, but they would like to hear him, uh, because of his work and what he does. So get the word out and get registered for that event. The other one that uh, I want to speak to is Dr. David Reagan's going to be here on the 28th. It's two weeks from now. And we've had, you know, the comment that, uh, you know, Stephen, I, I don't, I don't remember, uh, uh, Dr. Reagan. I, I wouldn't hear back, uh, in the nineties or whenever it was he was here. I wouldn't hear that long. And so I want to give you a little bit more understanding who he is. Of course, you can look him up on, on the web, on his website. Um, he's written 15 books. Uh, his, uh, he was actually in the uh, higher education college university professor administrator for many years. He had uh, uh, graduate work in international relations, uh, but he approaches the Bible with detail and with careful uh, um, uh, theology and placing it together, and he preaches and teaches on the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He preaches on Israel, and he is one of the experts in the field as far as studying the time, our times and applying it to Scripture and to Israel. So it's going to be very enlightening, and it's, it's, a, it's a key message today. Because however Jesus is going to come, we're, getting in, we're in the end times. We've got that pressure of the world coming in, and we're in that season of the end times. So there's going to be a wealth of knowledge and then just, you know, revelation blowing your mind and heart on that Sunday. The reason we are having two services on that morning and Easter is because uh, we have at times pretty much maxed out our capacity with the six-foot distancing here in the sanctuary. And we believe that Dr. Reagan and on Easter, as you invite family and friends to those services, will need two services. We don't, uh, you know, want to turn anybody away, that kind of thing. And so we're asking, particularly when Dr. Reagan is here, if you don't have children come at the 9 o'clock because there's not going to be River Kids, 
There'll be nurseries that morning, but not River Kids. And uh, please come then. Dr. David Reagan is is popular in this area. He has taught at Southeast Christian Church a number of times uh, um, uh, back in the 90s and early 2000s. And so we're posted on his website. So we're, and again, just want to be prepared uh, if there are people from, example, the Louisville area who know him want to come out in uh, that day. So that's, that's just uh, uh, some explanation of what's happening in the next two weeks. We're in this Gospel of Matthew chapter 4. And there's a couple of verses that just summarize what Jesus was doing his first year ministry in verses 23 through 25 of Matthew chapter 4. And I knew it was coming up, and I knew in every gospel there's recordings of Christ healing people and delivering people, and and, and you can't get away from it. Uh, It's just repeatedly... Not every chapter, but almost every chapter. And I said, Lord, when and how do you want us to minister your healing ministry? Because it's all in the gospel. We're going to be going through this book. And I felt like he said, sooner the better. He gave me this sense that as soon as possible, Stephen, my people are hurting. My sheep and their families and friends. You online, those who are going to watch this later this week or next week or next month, God is working through this message, through these scriptures today, through our dedication to say, Lord, bring your healing ministry. So I'm going to, we're going to do some things differently. Uh, we, I'm going to ask you not to... You know, get up and leave after I finish preaching because we're going to have another worship song. Then we're going to start some some praying for people. And uh, I, I just want everybody to be prayed for, mainly at your seat just before the Lord. We'll have altar teams come up later. And I've even asked uh, people in our church to be uh, aware of God giving you words of knowledge. And I'll explain what that is. But I am expecting, I'm asking you uh, to, to just be waiting on the Lord and be expecting that God is going to touch people mentally, emotionally, physically, relationally today. So here's a couple of things. I've seen this uh, particularly in Randy Clark's ministry. Uh, he does healing services all around, all around the world. I've been in a few of them. It's amazing. I've seen the power of God. I've been touched myself personally. And um, one thing he does, he, he says, anytime during the meeting, during the praise and worship, during the uh, transition, during the teaching, during even before we start praying, if God heals you up to 80%, then just go ahead and, and wave your hands. And so it could be thousands of people in there, and at any time, somebody start wave, waving their hands. And so that's what we're going to do today. Because it's all by his Holy Spirit. It's him healing us. I don't care when he does it. In fact, I, I believe someone could have already been healed during worship time. 
And so if you can test it, if you came in with a pain or ache or something was wrong with you and it's mostly gone, uh, you know, 75, 80, how do you measure all that? Just to say, hey, God is really at work. Go ahead and wave your hands and, and we'll praise God right now and give glory to him right now. During my message, you won't be interrupting me. You just go ahead. If you can test it and feel it and tell it, go ahead and wave your hands. And we want to give thanks to God and glory to God. So this title of this message is Jesus the Healer. Not someone else, not something else, not anybody else, but Jesus the Healer. And what we're going to see in this uh, message today, and I believe God's turning me another message uh, for next Sunday, Lord willing, uh, is this is a focus on his compassion. What motivates him in healing? His compassion. I'm going to ask you to get your Bibles out or uh, Bible apps out either here or online because I want you to see where these scriptures are. You know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God and you want to know where these scriptures are so you can go back to them later and build them up. But I want to explain what a word of knowledge is and just go to that passage. This isn't, isn't something that, you know, certain churches just make up or something. No, it's right out of scripture. We want to be Bible people. So the first scripture actually, even though this isn't our main text, is, is 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Uh, starting at verse 7. And what this is doing is, it's uh, the Apostle Paul, he's telling how gifts are, uh, they're given to people, gifts of the Holy Spirit, and he gives a list of nine gifts, and I want to read them. And, and so they'll help me explain what a word of knowledge is. Verse 7, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith by the same spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the one spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually just as he wills. And so what you see here is that these different types of gifts of the spirit and basically you're just god is giving us something from his heart his spirit hit from heaven for us right now and for word knowledge it helps prepare us gives us knowledge of what god is doing and what he's going to do and what uh randy clark and many and it's just it just seems like it's been happening uh, more and more that words of knowledge and gifts of healings are going together that there'll be a word of knowledge perhaps about uh, a healing or, or a, something that's needed like, the, you know, just, it's just something that, and, and then that sparks, well, that's what I'm going through. And then we start praying together for healing. And so it seems to be a, it's a partner gift. And these all are connected in, in many ways. I mean, Lord, we want all the gifts, don't we? Not just two, one or two. Lord, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, uh, gifts of miracles, uh, gifts of faith and healing, Lord, uh, gifts of prophecy, tongues, interpretations. Lord, we want them all in our body. So 
So the key passage for today is Matthew chapter 4, starting at verse 23, describing what's been happening this first year of Jesus' ministry. And he, that is Jesus, went throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him uh, all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis and from Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan. And when you look at those geographical reasons, Galilee is up in the north area, uh, and, and so is the Decapolis area, and then Jerusalem and Judea is in the southern area, so they are traveling up, you know, all from all directions of the nation of Israel. And a really good rabbi back in those days would draw some crowds, and his teaching and wisdom would be so amazing. But God, when he came as a rabbi, did much more. Verse 23, it says he did three things. One, he would teach. Also, he would proclaim the gospel. Uh, proclaiming just is another word for preaching. Now, it's usually the way this is translated. He preaches the gospel, and he healed every disease and affliction and brought many deliverances. So when you preach, someone is preaching the kingdom, they're, in the gospel, they're preaching good news. The gospel is good. the good news from heaven. That Jesus, that God didn't just stay in heaven and where there was this distance of, of a separation of sin between us and God. Instead, uh, he gave his only son to come to earth as a baby first. That was a sacrifice. And out of obedience, he grew up uh, uh, sinless and, and perfect, but fully God, fully man. And Jesus even allowed himself to be, to suffer uh, great sufferings like any human would and, 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 and for his situation was like a criminal. Experienced the worst kind of torture that they had developed to that day, the crucifixion. And he stayed obedient to all that for the love of his father and the love of you. And then he defeated that death, defeated that sin, defeated all pain and hurt on the cross by resurrecting from the dead. So every good gift, every blessing you experience, even if you don't really pray or anything, and you say, man, that's just a blessing. Oh, I love that sunset. Oh, I love... All those blessings are because Jesus Christ is victorious. All good gifts come from God, come from heaven. The next verse in 24, just to reemphasize, that he came and it says, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures, paralytics, and, and he healed them. There, it wasn't just one or two good things that he was really good about. If there was a disease around him and if he prayed for that person, it left. If there were demons around him and that person... Uh, uh, wanted prayer, or if he encountered him and the Father told him, he delivered them from demon oppression. 
This word in my translation says afflicted with various diseases and pains. Some, as I looked into the Greek, that includes torments. That he delivered them from torments. Mental mental torments, physical, emotional torments. Oh, I just... I would just can't imagine the joy, the relief, the joy, the tears of joy that were, were expressed at each one of his gatherings and, and they would come and he would heal them and just, oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm finally free. Oh, thank you. The torment is gone. The pain is gone. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And family members hugging each other, family members being re- reunited, uh, because of their pursuit of God and, and they're seeing the Messiah before their very eyes. Oh, thank you lord that god's will his heart is to to give us good news it's it's a good news message it's not just a message of of the gospel of how he died on the cross for raising he demonstrates it and he still is demonstrating it anytime he touches you and 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 blesses you and answers your prayer this is him demonstrating his goodness it's a message and actions of goodness it was like his way of doing acts of kindness you know that's kind of a popularity word and you go and serve somebody and pay their meal at the fast food store an act of kindness his act of kindness was the spirit of god healing their bodies delivering them from torments praise god some translation mentioned the possession by demons my translation uses the word oppressed by demons they're very closely related I'll just make, not spend much time on this, but quickly, often the question is, you know, can a Christian be possessed by demons? And, you know, then you say, what does possession mean? What is oppression? And generally, I just help clarify me. No, I don't believe when the Spirit of God is in a person that they can be possessed as in fully dominated and, and, and fully inhabited on the inside by demons. I do believe, though, that de- uh, Christians can be oppressed by demons. And they like to hide. They like to keep quiet. They like to disguise themselves. And they're attached perhaps uh, to something uh, about our bodies, but more often attached to something about our soul and our mind, our mind, will, and emotions, maybe from a bad experience. And, and they oppress that area of our life. And I believe today is a day of freedom from oppression from demons in Jesus' name. You know, I just want to mention that we, this message of healing and the power of God being real to deliver us from all darkness is a, a building stone, a foundational building stone since 1981. This is, this is who Living Waters uh, has been all along and it is going to be in the next generation of 40 years from 2020, 21 on. This is a building block. This is God speaking and intervening prophetically and changing the situation uh, in a moment's time or sometime later. It doesn't matter, but God is real and his power is real today. I'd like to emphasize the uniqueness of these various uh, ways Jesus delivered people and look at the Message Bible and how they uh, wrote out and and interpreted these verses in their writing. 
But it says this, that he also healed people of their distresses and of the bad effects of their bad lives. These were Jewish people, but not all of them were, were dedicated religiously. And even if they were, they didn't have the Holy Spirit living in them to transform them on the inside. So they, th- this was, this was a, a crowd of people, and, and Jesus always appealed to the hurting and the poor and the broken. So that was, they were always part of what, whatever are the, the prostitutes and the you know, drug dealers of the day. You know, they, they were, this, is, this is his crowd. This is his people. So many times it's the bad habits uh, of our lives produce some bad results. And let me tell you, he is merciful. He's not saying, well, you know, you just deserve it. That's just the way it's got to be for the next 20 years. No, he's not saying that. He didn't say it to them. He's not saying it to us. So don't hold on to something because you feel bad about it. Because it was, you know, you made a mistake. It was part of your fault or whatever. Still receive the healing of the Lord. The next verse in the message of the Bible says... Word got around the entire Roman, Roman province of Syria. People brought anybody with a sickness, whether mental, emotional, or physical. Jesus healed them one and for all. See, there's all kinds of healings for us. Healing is, uh, it, it's the way, one of the ways he saves us. It's, it's actually just when he's rescuing us and he, and he saves us, He is actually restoring all things in our life. I want you to have faith for relationships today as well. Yes, you may be broken inside. There might be anxieties that are clouding your mind and you need deliverance there. But And there's physical dilemmas where doctors uh, are, are stumped. Let me tell you, day to day, a breakthrough. But in relationships as well, because you're at least 50%, if not 51, 55, 50, whatever division and brokenness is between family members, uh, old close friends, uh, you're, you're halfway over or over halfway, let's just say it that way, to the healing in that relationship. And when God heals your heart in that situation, in that relationship, then that opens the door for the full healing to come. See, in the presence of his love and power is breakthrough. Breakthrough of the darkness. Uh, breakthrough of the confusion. Breakthrough of the dis- despair and discouragement. Breakthrough of the evil oppression. Breakthrough of the discouragement from always being sick and always dealing with depression. Always in- to God's Holy Spirit is the God of breaking down walls, of punching through darkness, of saying, this is, I'm turning it around in your life. He's called a redeemer. He's called a restorer. That's his names. Why? Why? Because that's what he does. The gospel is, is a good news with compassion. I want to show you a few scriptures where it shows how Jesus had compassion as he ministered healing to people. 
in Matthew chapter 9, it's, it's a later summary of later on in his ministry, would have been happening perhaps a year before that. And it says, Matthew 9, verse 35 and 36, Jesus was going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness, just like he did the first year. 36, seeing the people, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep without a shepherd. See, this compassion is something that he felt. You mean Jesus felt things? I thought he was just strong and he was mighty. I mean, he was fully God. He didn't let any, anything affect him emotionally. No, his heart broke for the hurting. His heart broke for those who without a shepherd, he, his heart broke for those who were sick and in pain and in bondage. And he felt compassion. He, it, it, some emotion that he has. And has it to this day. Even God the Father on sitting on his throne has emotions. Why? One reason we know is because we're created in his image and we have them. We mirror, mirror him. God is not a God on the throne without emotion. He's just there dictating things. Okay, yeah, do that, angel. Okay, yeah, take care of that. Yeah, do that. His, he is fully engaged emotionally uh, in his being over us. There's another example of this in Matthew 14 where he left uh, uh, the land, got on, on a boat and was going down the Sea of Galilee and, and they watched the boat. The crowds watched him. They, they didn't get enough of him. They needed more. They, they were still hurting and they were watch, watching the boat. And so oh, the boat's going this way, this way. So the crowd, they watched the boat and, and, they, and they just traveled, who knows how long, watching this boat until he came ashore. They were so desperate. Their needs were so great. He was, had a message of compassion, a message of hope, but he also had a ministry of compassion and hope. His compassion drove him to pour out his love and loving kindness on people. And in what we see in this Matthew chapter 14, uh, verse 14, it says, when he, Jesus, went ashore, he saw a large crowd. They had been following him as if you read the verses before that and he felt compassion for them and he healed their sick well that group of people and that it was like a spontaneous uh time of his healing service that spontaneous time he ends up just uh you know pouring out this these miracles of healing on these people and they just lost track of time and uh, they had followed him so far away that they weren't near any towns because uh, they had followed that boat. And now it's, t- it's evening, it's going to get dark, and they, they won't have time to get food. What do we do? And Jesus says, well, what, what do you got? He ended up uh, taking a little lunch bag of a little kid and uh, feeding 5,000 men and their families. Again, just an act of p- compassion. They wanted more, and they followed him down the shore. Another spot in Matthew 20, uh, starting at verse 29, this is actually some blind men. So Jesus has been ministering for, you know, a couple years or more now. So it's later on in his ministry. His reputation is out everywhere. 
And, you know, and, and these examples are good because we're, we're learning from both what Jesus is doing and then what the people are doing. And so kind of pay attention to what these two blind men are doing. Verse 29. As they were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. And two blind men sitting by the road, hearing that Jesus was passing by, cried out, Lord, have mercy on us, son of David. The crowd sternly told them to be quiet, but but they cried out all the more, Lord, son of David, have mercy on us. Don't pass by. Don't don't pass by. We've been hearing of you doing miracles for a couple years now, and no one will take us and and take us because we're blind and we can't get there. But you're walking by. You're close to us. You're nearby. This is our chance. This could be it. This could be our moment. Let's shout louder. Let's get their attention. Who cares if they're, they're saying, Psh, be quiet. You're nothing. You're, you're an outcast. You just, you just live out here on the streets. No, who cares? Jesus cares. Let's yell louder. Jesus, we're over here. Have mercy on us. And the word says that surely goodness and mercy will follow you and me all the days of our lives. God wants to bless you. He wants to heal you. It's, it's, it's part of his goodness. They were desperate. This, this showed that they had, they had faith, had belief that this, this could it be it. This could be their, their day that God could break through for them. And Jesus stopped. He could hear, though it was a large crowd, he could hear their voices. He didn't get lost in the crowd and all the other noises. He heard those calls for mercy. And he stopped. Jesus is stopping for you today. It's important that you receive hope again. Sometimes we can get so discouraged and down because the the pain is chronic. The the suffering just goes on. Nobody can do anything about it. It, Whatever you try, I've I've experienced, experienced a little bit of it just for a moment, how you feel trapped in your pain. You feel trapped in the suffering. I, I don't, no one can help me. I don't know what to do. God, I've been praying about this for months, years. Receive hope today. Begin receiving hope. Let their healing come over that discouragement. It's Jesus stops for you. And in this verse, he called to them and said, what do you want me to do for you? Is that all? <laughs> Why did he even say that? I mean, wasn't it kind of obvious, Jesus? Who knows how long these guys have been blind, rejected by the community, Everybody knows they're blind. Everybody can tell they're blind. 
What do you want me to do for you? See, Jesus wants us to ask. He wants us to ask. He wants us to keep asking. We oftentimes give up, unfortunately. It's just, it's just it gets so discouraging. And I'm, I'm asking God to refresh your ask today. Verse 33, they said to him, Lord, we want our eyes to be opened and moved with compassion. Jesus touched their eyes and immediately they regained their sight and followed him. Thank God, uh, he gives us a measure of faith. He's, he, everybody's got a mustard seed of faith. That little mustard seed, it's a small seed, but you've got that much. And just... God, I ask and help me believe. Help my unbelief. Lord God, help me. I'm just, I'm going to keep asking. There's a spot in another story where Jesus had cursed the fig tree and he showed his authority. And again, Lord willing, next Sunday we'll look at his authority in the area of healing and deliverance next Sunday. And it says in Matthew 21, verse 22, and all things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. So God wants us to pray and then add the believing to it. He's good. He has these acts of kindness. They're really acts of love. These are acts of, of his uh, grace out being poured out to you. It's not something that we can earn and we can, if we just do the right thing, then, then, okay, we've done enough. Now he can heal me. Uh, no, I need to start going to back, back to church first. Then he can heal me. No, I need to do this. Listen, he is, uh, these guys, blind guys, called out for mercy because they knew Jesus was merciful. He wasn't counting uh, their mistakes of the past. Jessica Rock and then David read this uh, Psalm 103 passage today. They've uh, been sharing with our planning team for the worship nights this passage, and it has been real in my heart, and I'm going to read it again, even though David did already. Verses 1 through 6 of Psalm 103. Just the height, the depth, the breadth of God's goodness and his healing ministry. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of his benefits. And then they're listed here. Who pardons all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. See, he's concerned about your physical needs. He's also uh, concerned about your, uh, the sins and the, and the mistakes and the, and the failings of our life. He forgives those. He wants to restore those as well. Verse 4, who redeems your life from the pit who crowns you with loving kindness and compassion in a pit, what would that be like? You're in the dark. You're surrounded by all four walls. You're trapped. You can't get out. There's no change. There's no hope. And he takes you out of the pit and then puts a crown on you. Lifts you up with crowns of loving kindness and goodness and compassion. This is the work of God. This is an Old Testament passage, folks. This is the way God has been all along. He wasn't a mean God in the Old Testament. And then Jesus was the first time we had a compassion God. God, in his nature and character, has always been full of compassion. 
Verse 5, he satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. Wow, what, what, a, what a promise, what an encouragement. Lord, you want to give us good things. You want 2021 to be full of good things. You want to renew my strength, my energy, and lift me up like an eagle. The Lord performs righteous deeds and justice for all who are oppressed. Those righteous deeds is to break the back of darkness and oppression. The, the way demons are so skillful at lying and you don't even realize it, deceiving you and you don't even realize it, bringing on doubt and you don't even, you've braced it as your own doubt, as your own thoughts. The enemy uh, getting in there and bringing discouragement, you think it's just your personality. Let me tell you, he's deceiving you. He is working. It's day to day to break that darkness over your mind and heart. Oh, the Lord desires wholeness and completeness. He is the one who got the victory, who has the victory, and is going to complete the victory for us. There's idea of wholeness and completeness. It's, it's not just in this area. It's in all areas. Jesus is our Savior. I want to run over a few areas of things to be aware of that I believe God will do simultaneously in your life. One is, he likes to forgive sins when we get healed. He did in Matthew chapter 9, verse 7, uh, 2 through 7. It's a story of the paralytic. And they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, Take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes said to themselves, This fellow blasphemes. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why are you thinking evil in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your your sins are forgiven, or say get up and walk? But so that you may know the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, Get up, pick up your bed, and go home. God needed to do that. It would be great to interview this paralytic after it's all over. Hey, I know it might be kind of personal, but, you know, why did he say your sins are forgiven? Maybe they're the only two that know. But he perhaps had guilt just weighing him down, didn't think he was worthy to be healed. Just maybe he had sins of his past and said, listen, I'll, I'm, I, I'll never be able to serve you, Jesus. Maybe whatever lies and doubts he had, whatever uh, sins he was holding on to, or maybe he didn't, Jesus wanted him to know, you're forgiven. I've forgiven you. Oh. You know, that paralytic was probably sitting on that mat going, Oh, praise God, I'm forgiven. Oh, my heart is, is light again. My shoulders are, are easy again. I, who cares if I get healed? I just was touched deep in the deepest part of my being. And then he said, get up off that mat. Here's another blessing. So Jesus does things together sometimes. So be aware of that. Uh, during our prayer night, uh, prayer together on Friday night, one of the 
church members shared uh, a word that God had given her and, and it was a word of encouragement and God's uh, moving by a spirit. But she also shared in her testimony uh, uh, things that God had convicted her about. And it was that beautiful combination that as God is purifying her, God is also empowering her. It reminds me of the scripture, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Sometimes our physical healing is actually connected to uh, uh, a confession of sin and the, the Lord will get, guide you on that. He will instruct you in that. But it's true that in his presence of his love and power, there's breakthrough. Breakthrough over discouragement. Breakthrough over sin bondages or guilt and past bondages. Another area to be aware of, that God will renew your ask. He will refresh your hope. He will renew your faith because of discouragement over perhaps years. And what we see in Matthew chapter 9 is an example of a woman who, who had the issue of blood for 12 years. And the story goes like this. And a woman who had been, excuse me, Matthew 9, starting at verse 20. And a woman who had been suffering from a hemorrhage for 12 years came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. How many physicians did, you see, did she see Was she broke because she had spent all her money on all the possibilities that it could have been out there? How many times had she prayed to God for healing? How many times had she done everything that she was supposed to do and it still didn't go away? Verse 21, for she was saying to herself, if I only touch his garment, I will get well. But Jesus turning and Seeing her said, daughter, take courage. Your faith has made you well. At once the woman was made well. I don't know how many weeks, I don't know how many months that this torment, this pain, the suffering you're in, the emotional, the mental or physical suffering. But let me tell you, if it's been 12 years or 24 years or 36 years, Jesus is able to break the back of that thing and turn this around. When you look at the Greek word save, it's sozo in Greek. And it just means a lot of things. Save, rescue, heal, make whole. It's used over and over again, not just in a salvation moment uh, uh, to, to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, but also in our life. It's okay to call out to Jesus as a, as a believer for many years, save me, Lord. Save me. Heal me. Make me whole. From this chronic pain, from this, this, this torment over years and years. It's okay to receive rest from him. And he can do that even in the midst of circumstances. In Matthew 11, verse 28 and 30. This is... This compassion of Jesus. It's, it goes like this. Jesus is talking, Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. 
for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. It's okay to get your faith refreshed and hope renewed. You just might need uh, to soak in the Lord and just let your whole heart and, and soul just release it to God and trust in Him in a fresh way. It can be so exhausting to be battling pain or cancer for months and months and years at a time. So I want to bring hope today. God is your healer. Jesus is what he does. He has compassion for you. He's he's understands this suffering. There's another area I want to uh, tackle before we actually open up the prayer t- prayer time area and that is this. That be aware that demons are attacking you in some form or fashion. Well, you Stephen, do you believe that Demons cause all sickness. I don't. In the scriptures, they're connected and and seem to be cause it a lot in the gospels. But even if they're not, they want to get in on the pain and suffering. They want to get in there and throw in some lies and some doubts and despair. They want to get in on involved in it. Let me tell you, there's darkness attacking you, and they're good at being subtle. And you thinking it's just you know it's just a bad day. It's just a it's just a rough time. It's just uh, you know this is just you know what whatever the excuse is. Let me tell you, you need to be aware that demons are attacking. Matthew eight verse sixteen and seventy says when evening came they brought to him many who were demon possessed and he cast out the spirits with a word. And healed all who were ill. This was to fulfill what was spoken through Isaiah the prophet. He himself took our infirmities and carried away our diseases. That's a passage in Isaiah 53 where it describes Jesus suffering for us. Taking on our sins, iniquities, pains, sufferings, sicknesses. And taking them on him and nailing them on the cross and defeating them through his resurrection. You don't have to put up with demons and darkness. Jesus already has victory over that. And you can tap into that authority. And you with the word can say, leave in Jesus' name. Get off of me, doubt. Get off of me, discouragement. It's, it's it little thoughts. It's little thoughts. You catch them. Catch them. They're not your thoughts. Don't, don't claim them as your thoughts. Realize, no, I'm not going to think like that. I'm not going to beat myself down. I'm not going to just uh, wallow myself into despair. No, no. Those thoughts are of the enemy. I, I, can, I can choose a direction of hope. Jesus is my healer in all areas of my life. See, in the presence of his love and power, there is breakthrough. I'm going to ask you to go ahead and begin uh, some music. So I'm going to give you some instructions here as we go into this prayer time. I have um, Daryl Tracy back here. Wave, Daryl. That is available for more words of knowledge. If during this message you think God has got specific things he's going to heal, I'd like for you to go over to him and tell him uh, because we're going to pray over those in a little while. Again, I want to be aware uh, if your body is, is, is being healed 
uh, during some time uh, this morning up to this time and uh, go ahead and indicate that by the wave of the hands and the arms so I can see you. I want to give glory to God. I want to find out what's going on. Even if it's, it's just 80% is good. 80% is good because that shows that God is already working and it's just a matter of, of Him just continue to work and, and deliver you completely. I'm asking you those online to stay engaged because I want you to be touched. I want your family and friends. I want you to pray for some family and friends as well. And we have an, an email address. If you're online and God heals you this morning, just email us. Let us know. We want, again, praise God with you and give glory to God. That's info at living-waters.org. Info at living-waters.org. But I'm going to ask you first during this worship song, it's just you and God alone. You and God, you just, you just seek Him during this worship song. We're not going to dismiss right now. We're going to have a, a time of worship, then we'll get have a time of prayer. And the three things that I want you to uh, do in, in, as the Lord leads you with by yourself with the Lord, one is to say no to the lies of the devil. Say that to to the devil God wants to break the back of this discouragement and despair number two is receive the compassion of Jesus just enjoy the worship enjoy Jesus just honor him receive the compassion of Jesus he wants to bless your life he wants to give you good things and healing in your body mind and in your soul and then three ask and believe Lord and believe put a little faith on that so I'm going to just let you be with the Lord for a while and I'm going to come back in a few minutes and we're going to pray together we're going to pray those those three things together we're going to pray other things together
Oh, he's so good. It's wonderful to worship him, isn't it? It's wonderful to put him first in our hearts. Oh, thank you, Lord. You're so good. Nancy and, and Ed to come up here in front. I'm going to ask you to give those words in a moment. Pray over those. And um, um, so if y'all can go ahead and kind of walk up and get close here. Appreciate it. So these rivers of living waters that Jesus said is in us by his, his spirit. They're, they're moving. They're stirring. They're flowing. And as we worship, they, they move a little more. They move around a little more. So just, I want to encourage you to enter in. That, that don't just be spectate and watch, but enter in and say, Lord, my heart, I want my heart in this. Lord, Lord, I, I worship you. I, I, I see you as this compassionate healer. I see that. And, and you freely give these, these miracles to show your love, Lord. So enter in in your heart right now. Just... Oh, Lord God, you're so good. Jesus, you're so good. Friday night at our prayer time, we had several uh, words of knowledge, and I want to go ahead and speak these. Uh, For you here, they might apply to someone online today or later, but we're going to speak them and we're going to pray over them. the right ear, trouble with the right ear, which could include deafness, infection, or hearing loss, pain, and or ringing. So let's pray over that right now. It, this condition on the right ear, uh, and, 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 and whatever that is, well, God, you are Lord over this right ear. We speak healing in Jesus' name. Receive healing in Jesus' name. Lord God, open up that ear. Push out the pain. Lord God, restore that hearing loss in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And again, if someone starts experiencing healing, go ahead and wave your hands so that we can be aware of that. We want to praise God with you. This could also include just a desire to hear the Lord with clarity. That there's been that that doubt that you can't hear from the Lord anymore. That it's been so long or... Life has been so rough and and up and down. I can't even hear the voice of God. Well, God wants to open up that spiritual ear. That you hear those whispers of the Spirit again. You sense them on the inside of you again. So you receive that right now. If that's you, if that describes your heart, then the Lord is saying, today is the day I want to break through on that. Your right ear is opening. Your spiritual ears are opening right now in Jesus' name. Another one would be trouble with the shoulder, tendon, muscle, bone, nerves, disease, injury, pain, and shoulder trouble. Lord Jesus, heal. Heal shoulder pain right now. Lord, heal it. Lord, you healed my right shoulder about a year and a half ago. Thank you, Lord. Bring healing right now to someone else. Bring healing right now to someone else who has shoulder issues and pain and immobility. Receive this compassion of the Lord. Receive this act of kindness, of loving kindness from heaven. Be 
healed in Jesus' name. Shoulders, pain, leave in Jesus' name. Now, any one of those uh, that you say, well, you know, my family, my friend, I know they have that right ear issue. I know that that uh, the shoulders, well, then go ahead and just pray for them right now. Lord God, there's no distance in prayer. So, Lord Jesus, we release healing into that right ear. Wherever it is in this this state, this country, this world, Lord God, heal that right ear, Lord God. The shoulders, Lord. Lord, hear our, our friend that we're praying for. Be healed in Jesus' name. Uh, in, in the shoulders, Lord, bring mobility back. Heal, restore. Thank you, Lord. Here's another one. Pain in the middle of the back, which, you know, is just the center of the back. It could be more than just the center. God, heal pain in the back. Lord, here online in this sanctuary, beyond uh, Kentucky, Lord God, wherever, Lord, Lord, heal, receive that healing. Hallelujah. That freedom. That the pain go away. Hallelujah. The pain is totally released. Your compassion of loving kindness touch that back. You're the healer. Lord God, we, we come against uh, demonic deceptions and bondages over, over people's back pain. Over discouragement. We bind you, spirit of discouragement, over back pain. Doubt and, and, and uh, a despair over back pain in Jesus' name. Over the right ear situation. Uh, Lord, any despair, we break that darkness over the right ear situation. The shoulders, Lord, the despair. Well, God, complete healing, Lord God. This, there's hope again. There's your, your spirit is at work, Lord God. Do it, do it again. Do it again in the shoulders, Lord. We break the power of darkness over these physical areas in Jesus' name. saw a a young mother and uh, you have been given a diagnosis that is just uh, devastating to you that you don't feel like there's anybody else uh, there's any help for this the doctors are are just uh, downing this this diagnosis but it it has something to do with uh, in this area of your body uh, your last, your first name may be B or Bray or, or, or start with a B or something like that. I don't know that. But uh, I know that God wants to heal you today. Father, let's go. Ed, go ahead and just keep, keep praying. Go ahead and say it. Father. Uh, Hallelujah. that uh, you've given us this time Lord to uh, for you to download to us uh, the prayer needs of those around us people that are, are hurting people that need you desperately Father this young mother needs you desperately she needs to feel your presence in her life she needs to feel yes right now yes she needs Jesus to feel this morning mm-hmm. 
this thing is being lifted off of her. And right now we speak with the authority that Jesus has given us and this disease or this yes. whatever this is is lifted off of Be healed. Be healed, God Mother. Be released. Be set free. God's power is all over your body. Thank you, Lord. How you feel this in your body. You know what this is. Thank you, Father. You know that you've asked for help, and today God is here to give you that help. Yes. Church, this is a sacred moment. We intercede for others right now, Lord God, as you put them on our heart. Thank you, Lord. Nancy. says that I want to bring healing from trauma where it has affected your heart physically and emotionally trauma from past things including things from your own doing or things that you suffered at the hands of others the Lord says trauma suffered to your physical body from sickness and disease as well lingering effects from these sicknesses and diseases trauma to the soul your mind, your will, your emotions your physical body Um, that would encompass anything as far as if you have lingering effects from COVID lingering effects from any other disease in your body the Lord says I am the God of healing and hope, I have a good plan for your lives my people do not have to settle for anything less than my best I want to bring freedom restore joy, gladness, and hope. Anyone within the sound of my voice, the Lord would say, if you don't consider yourself to be one of my people, then he says to you today, he wants to um, introduce himself to you, and he wants you to know him as your father, your Lord, and your Savior. So, So I just pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, this is your heart. These are your words. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would go right now, that you would touch, that you would heal those that are watching, those within the sound of my voice, those that are here. Father, God, I pray that we would reach out right now and stand even in proxy for loved ones that these words apply to. For those who are friends, that we would stand in proxy for them them right now and we would grab a hold of this right now. Lord, I ask that you would heal. Heal. Heal, Father. It's your desire to heal. You are a good Father. You are kind and good and gentle, Lord. Father, everywhere that hearts have been damaged from the result of trauma, I release your healing power right now. I release it into those physical bodies where they have suffered from trauma, from disease and emotional trauma and all that stuff, Lord. God, you heal right now because that is your way. This is your word. This is your desire. Lord, do this. We pray in your awesome name. Trauma, bow your knee to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. You, you do not have reign over that mind and over that body, over that soul. You're set free in Jesus' name. The, the, the act of kindness, the loving kindness of the Lord is upon you right now to heal that wound, to heal that past, and to restore your heart, restore your soul. That's what He does. He restores our souls. 
In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. I'm going to ask you to go into more time of worship. I've got more prayers that I want to pray. And, I, and I'm going to come back in just a minute, okay? If you want to go, make the next one. They're going to be here for a while, uh, so don't feel rushed to that. We're going to say more p- prayers uh, as, a, as a body, uh, and, um, uh, but they're available. If you want them to lay hands on the sick, as you know, that's a biblical practice. We're doing social distancing, but if that's what you desire, that people are willing to do that. You just you, you need to ask them though, to lay hands on the sick. Uh, if you want to with oil, which is another form of instruction that the Lord said, to, uh, to pray for uh, people. And we've delegated that authority to, to um, do that. So if you guys could, you know, come on down and, and kind of spread out here. We're going to keep praying. We still have things coming. Uh, John, why don't you come up first? Friday night when there was the two words, one for the shoulder and one then followed up by the lower back, I tested it. That was me. That was, uh, and that night I'd been to the chiropractor just the day before for both of those things, and uh, I didn't want to like jump all over it Friday night. But Friday, Saturday, since morning, it's been it's been great. So wanna, come on now, yeah. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Encouraged. And then, and then I. Uh, Somebody who had a very strong first love for the Lord, perhaps early on, 
uh, and as Stephen was talking about, there could be oppression that the demons want to jump in on it. I, I believe that there's a shroud of, of darkness, of uh, blackness of some sort, of covering, preventing you from that first love. But I want to call you back to the altar today. Come to the altar uh, as we're up here with the altar ministry. One of us will pray with you. Uh, but we want to restore that first love. Remove that darkness. Remove that shroud. Could y'all go on the other side of here? So you come to the altar. Come to our, uh, for prayer with the altar ministry team at some point. Carol, I know you have a, a word here. Yeah, mine goes right along with what John said. Only thing, the way I saw it, there's, there's people that have had a darkness over their mind. And, and they take a step forward with the Lord, but then they end up taking two steps back. But they, God wants to break that oppression over your mind today, that darkness. He's Lord, and He can break it and set you free that you, you don't fight that anymore. So receive that today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Darkness is broken in Jesus' name right now. Darkness is broken. Thank you, Lord. Conti's, could y'all go on the other side over there? It's going to make some more room here in the middle. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There's some more things I want to pray over. I want to mention a few names. I want you to be mentioning names here in just a moment. Let's, let's just be sure you've been covered in prayer. Emotional torment, emotional wounds. Just open up your heart. God, I need that healing. I need that healing. Heal my emotions. Traumas, you're done in Jesus' name. Your effects of trauma is done. The Lord restores your soul in Jesus' name. Mental, if you're having mental attacks of the enemy and confusion and, 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 and where you feel like you can't uh, focus on the Lord at all and it's just a darkness, we come against it in Jesus' name. We bind you. We pray health and healing over your mind. Thank you, Lord, that their mind is protected and we speak against those deceiving, lying spirits over them. In Jesus' name, mind, be whole, be made whole. Be made whole right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Those in relational uh, um, brokenness with a, a dear one, a, a, close, a close family member or friend. Right now, Lord, we pray healing for that brokenness in Jesus' name. Healing, Lord God, for that brokenness. Lord, we pray, Lord God, that, Lord, uh, the forgiveness just flows, that the love is restored. Lord God, that forgiveness, it flows out, out, of, out of us, Lord Jesus. And, and this is for you at home as well. Please stay engaged right now. Enter in to these waters of healing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Depression. Depression over mind, over soul. Bow your ugly knee to the name of Jesus. Depression, you are weak compared to Jesus. You are weak compared to the power of the Holy Spirit. The spirit of love and power, that's, that's the Holy Spirit. We break you. We break you in Jesus' name. Depression, you're broken. God restores your soul. Bodies that, that are in pain. I want to pray for a, a dear friend of ours, pillow of the church, Regina. Be healed in Jesus' name. These effects 
be gone. These symptoms be gone. Be restored. Lungs restored in Jesus' name. Lord God, thank you, Lord, that there's others uh, dealing with um, uh, just long-term effects that aren't going away and the doctor doesn't know what to do. We bind these evil attacks in Jesus' name in demonic oppression over the chronic pain, long-lasting pain. We bind you in Jesus' name. Uh, you evil pain. We break your back. The Holy Spirit breaks you. The Lord restore your bodies and your soul. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Marjorie is having surgery, her second surgery in her leg today. Lord God, uh, Lord, all goes perfectly well today in Jesus' name in that surgery. Lord God, Father, that, that Lord, you direct it. Lord, you bring healing through those uh through those operations in Jesus' name. Thank you. We've been praying as a church for a little boy named Andrew. We pray for Andrew, Lord, that his his foot, Lord, his his body, his mind be restored in Jesus' name. Lord God, you're the creator. You're the one, uh, Lord God, that can make all things right, whole and complete, Lord God. Andrew, be healed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Be healed, Andrew. Uh, two sets of neighbors I want to pray for in my heart. I, I've got uh, somebody, an old friend in, in Louisville. I'm going to just let you pray for people right now and speak their names and speak out what the issue is. Lord God, we pray right now. Lord, I pray over uh, my neighbors uh, dealing with cancer, fighting cancer. Be healed in Jesus' name. You, we, tumors be gone in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You are Lord over all that your name is above cancer. Lord, we come against the fear related to cancer and other uh, 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 illnesses, Lord. We bind that spirit of fear. We ask for the love of the Father to come in, restore the soul, restore that, that, that ask, that restore the faith this morning with that compassionate love and kindness of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm thinking of another neighbor's, Lord, dealing with various uh, heart and energy and, and, um, and mind issues. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, you bless that home with healing, with restoration. Lord God, with renewed strength, Lord God. Lord, bring their step back, Lord God. Their hop back, Lord God. Bring, Lord God, into their being strength again, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, a friend and old friend in Louisville that's that's uh, uh, gets that microfibromyalgia, that that strength um, debilitating disease. Lord God, we pray you restore his body. Lord, make him like a young man again. Lord Jesus, uh, we command that to leave his body in Jesus' name. Lord, restore him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. You just keep praying for friends and family right now. This morning, um, 
Phil, our drummer, his mom, Lois, who lives in Louisville, got dizzy, was, is taken to the hospital right now. So, Father, right now, we pray for Lois. We pray for that family. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, intervene right now in what's going on in her body, her mind, Lord God. We rebuke fear in Jesus' name. We pray, Lord God, they sense the peace and presence of the Lord. Father, we pray, Lord God, for restoration of her, her, her body, her, her stability, her systems, Lord God. Come in order in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I'm going to ask the praise team to just worship for a while. I'm going to dismiss you in just a few moments. Uh, so we've uh, really have a testimony from Friday night uh, already, and then then John's testimony as well. So Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we stand with people that um, are being healed right now. That uh, the compassion of the Lord is working on them right now. Lord God, prepare their hearts for healing. Open that Lord, we walk the door for healing. Lord God, for our friends, our family, our our, our, our spiritual family right here spiritual family online uh, those that we don't know we haven't met you yet uh, uh, we pray for you Lord and stand with you God is working a healing don't don't give up don't get discouraged and shut down on God receive the compassion of the Lord that um, it doesn't have to be substance abuse or pornography or any of the typical things we think of. It could be addiction to anything, anything that we're relying on. And, and I I've fall into this category too. So, Father God, I just pray that you would release us all from the addictions that we have, that things that we go to that, that are not you. I just pray, Father, that you would pull us out of those addictions 
Release us, Lord. Release us from that spirit of addiction that just sinks its teeth into us. Father, draw us back to you. Let us be overwhelmed with your goodness. Let us come to you for every need and every desire. I just pray that you would release all addiction in this room, Father. here at the altar for any reason, something that that we didn't even talk about today, but you just need someone to pray over you or this situation or a friend or family. Again, Lord willing, next week we're going to look at, today was his compassion, now it's his authority, and you're going to be in a sense commissioned in a fresh way to pray for others next Sunday. I'm really looking forward to that. That's what we are. That's that. That's a building block of us that we are sent as as missionaries, as as healers in Jesus' name, wherever we go. And uh, and I believe the Lord's going to propel that in your life next Sunday. Father, thank you for your goodness. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for your compassion. And Lord God, we we believe, Lord God. That, that you've started a work in us, Lord God, physically, emotionally, mentally, Lord God. You're bringing a wholeness to our whole lives, bringing us good things in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And we, we walk with that hope renewed, our faith set on you for complete healing, Lord God. Hallelujah. Lord God, thank you, Lord. We receive it, Lord. We thank you. It's coming, Lord God. It's happening, and it's in that fullness. It's coming. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Be blessed. Have a great week. Please feel free to stay just to worship or to receive more prayer. We're available for you. Those online, God bless you. Keep us informed with info at living-waters.org. Thank you so much. Have a blessed day and a great week.